Hello, 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 and welcome back to this, the bonus episode of today's FYI on chocolate. Welcome, 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 chocolate lovers. Remember, if you haven't heard the first episode, go and listen to that first, and this is always the second one, the sequel. I, believe me, I do them in order. So anytime you see on the FYI, you see that it says bonus episode, that means there's another one that comes before it. And you'll see that as time goes on, I make all the episodes available to everyone. But you gotta be really, really patient because sometimes it takes almost a year. I guess it just depends on my scheduling, me programación. But that's neither here nor there, que significa no hemos venido a hablar de eso ni aquello. We're here to talk about chocolate. Do you know how to pronounce it? If you don't get anything else from this episode, from this series of episodes, it's hopefully that you'll be able to pronounce the word perfectly. Chocolate. Chocolate. So let's talk about the different kinds or the different types of chocolate. You've got dark chocolate, which they say is the healthiest. And we're going to look at some of the health benefits a little bit later on in the episode. Then you've got milk chocolate, which is, I think, by far the most popular, especially in the United States. And then white chocolate, which counts, I guess, because it has the name chocolate. But as we said in the first part, does it really count? Mm, a purist would say no. But those are like the three main kinds. And then you've got bittersweet, semi-sweet. You know, you have got a lot of different options. But that's kind of the three pillars, pilares. And one of those pillars isn't even really chocolate. It's a fake, a phony. And it happens to be my favorite. Remember I said I'm not a big chocolate fan? I love white chocolate. I like chocolate. I just don't eat like a chocolate bar. It's got to have other things. So let me give you an example. Twix. We're going to talk about all the different candy bars in a moment, but Twix has cookies. It has caramel. So it's not all about the chocolate. You know, I don't want the chocolate to be the star. I like it when there's a little chocolate on something. But when they give you that chocolate explosion cake, which is chocolate fudge with chocolate mousse, and you're just like, okay, it's it's overkill. And overkill is, lo hemos matado, lo hemos hecho demasiado. But chocolate can be an art form, really. Have you been to some of these pastry shops in France or even here in Spain? You see some gorgeous chocolate. I mean, it looks delicious. Forget about the taste. Just looking at it. It looks absolutely amazing. So you really can do a million different things with chocolate. But I think everybody's favorite is putting him in cookies, specifically chocolate chip cookies. Who doesn't like chocolate chip cookies? It's perfect. And chips are what you call las, las, los trocitos, los tropezones, possibly. Those chips that are in there are called chocolate chips. That's why we call them chocolate chip cookies. It's not chips because they're potatoes. So chocolate chip cookies. And why? Because you can buy, I'm sure you can buy them here. You can buy chocolate chips. Oh, now I'm getting hungry. And I said I didn't like chocolate. Well, see, here... Chocolate isn't the protagonist. It's about the cookie and the chocolate and the mix. Another thing I love is hot cocoa. Oh, man. 
Hot cocoa is something we used to have when we were little kids. And we used to go sleigh riding, salir en el trineo, and we would come in and we would have some hot cocoa, some piping hot cocoa. And I remember we used to put marshmallows on top of it and some whipped cream, nata montada. And hot cocoa is like a hot chocolate drink. So as I said before, that hasn't disappeared. You know, drinking chocolate is still a thing. Chocolate beer, as we said, they fermented it. Hot chocolate drinks, those are still popular. Go to Starbucks. Mocha chocolata, yeah. I mocha chocolata, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's everything's got the word. There's even a movie, Chocolate, with Johnny Depp. Por favor, no le llames Johnny Deep. Earlier, I told you I was going to tell you what the word nestle means. Well, Nestle is the brand, right? Nestle. If you notice, it even has an accent. You say Nestle? We say Nestle, Nestle in English. And the word nestle, quitando ese acento y pronunciando el final como lo acabo de hacer, is acurrucarse, enclavarse. I think about my daughter. She loves being nestled between my wife and I on the sofa, you know, nestled. And if you look at the logo, the Nestle logo, it's a nest, un nido. And where do you nestle? In a nest. I love when things make sense. Another one that's really popular is Mars. Mars, that's another chocolate company that we know and love in the United States. And, well, Mars is a planet. Marte, you call it. One that you didn't have in Spain. And I remember every summer I would crave this thing. For somebody who doesn't like chocolate, hmm. <laughs> well, I've seen people obsessed with chocolate, and I'm not. I like it mixed with other things. And there's nothing like a Snickers. And I remember like 10, 15, 20 years ago, especially in Almería, we didn't have Snickers here, not in Spain. So when I used to go to the States, one of the first things I would have would be a Snickers. But now you've got them here. And well, uh, my waist knows it. My waist can confirm it. My waist, uh, mi cadera. No, wait, cadera is hips. I always mix those up. Your waist is your cintura. So my waist knows that Snickers have arrived in Spain. But we can learn from the name of this candy bar. To Snickers. <laughs> okay, it says reír disimuladamente. O una risita. Did you just snicker at me? Snicker. And again, why do I like Snickers? It's not about the chocolate. There's nougat. Nougat is turrón or guirlache when I looked it up. Peanuts. I love everything with peanuts or peanut butter in it. I gotta say that. And when I was a kid, I didn't. So it's funny how our tastes change. And then it's got caramel and then a chocolate coating. La capa, right? To coat es poner una capa. We, we use it when we talk about painting. They put a coat of paint. Es la palabra abrigo también. So a lot of candy bars have a chocolate coating, just like Three Musketeers. I don't think you have that one here. Denise, Three Musketeers? Los Tres Mosqueteros? Oh, it's got whipped mousse. So whipped es batido, and mousse, pues es mousse. Eso en inglés y en español, it's called mousse. Oh, I love Three Musketeers. Ooh, crunch. There's another one. There's some onomatopoeia for you. Crunch. I still remember their jingle. 
Chocolate is scrumptious when it crunches. That's why I love Nestle Crunch. I'm going to try and focus on a lot of the ones that aren't in Spain because, well, the ones in Spain, you know. So I'm trying to give you a little inside look at our candy bars, the ones that not only I grew up with, but in many cases, my mother, my aunts, my uncles. One of those that I've never loved, but it's still there and it's still popular, is Bounty. Bounty. De ahí aprendemos la palabra recompensa. Bounty. A bounty hunter, un caza recompensas. And Bounty, it's not my cup of tea. It's coconut-filled. So lleva, lleva coco. I've, I've never been a big fan of coconut. I don't mind it in the summer, but sometimes I feel like when I'm eating something that has this coconut flavor to it, I just feel like it's eating suntan lotion. Uh, bronceador, crema solar. Another one, which I'm not sure. You guys can confirm. I'm not sure if it's here, though, but Butterfinger. Oh, I love this one. Butterfinger. It's layered. I'm just going to read their description. Es que yo no lo puedo escribir mejor que ellos. They've been working on this description for years. Layered crisp peanut butter. Mmm, I like it already. Crisp. We said crunchy, crispy. Layered crisp peanut butter. Core. Of course, el núcleo. Covered. Mmm. And I've got to say something about this. Well, let me finish telling you, and then I'll tell you. But I, I just remembered the jingle over here with our friend Bart Simpson. Bart Simpson was the official the official sponsor. Now, the spokesperson, uh, he's a cartoon. He's not a real guy. Well, he was the one who not only promoted Butterfinger, but made this sentence very, very famous. Nobody better lay a finger on my Butterfinger. Y de ahí aprendemos, nadie debería poner un dedo en mi Butterfinger. Nobody better sería nobody had better. Pero acuérdate, americanos, nos comemos ese had o ese apóstrofe de. So yo no te diría naturalmente, you better listen. Perdona, eso es como lo diría naturalmente. You better listen. Lo que no te diría es, you had better listen. O you'd better listen. Porque me cuesta demasiado. So, just so you know, a lot of native speakers omit that had in that tense. Oh, and I almost forgot. If somebody calls you butterfingers, they're saying you're torpe. No? Think about it. Tienes dedos de mantequilla. Butterfingers. Torpe. Eh, dedos de manteca. Oh, I didn't even know. Maybe there is an, a, a Spanish expression. Well, you guys have to try it. It's layered, crisp peanut butter. And it's, that's in the core, and it's obviously covered in chocolate. Payday. Ooh, ¿quién no le gusta este? I'm not talking about the candy bar. I'm talking about el día que te pagan. Payday. Yes, it's also a candy bar, and it consists of salted peanuts. Now, in all the other ones, there was, there was peanut butter. So, you know, they, they mashed it and, you know, made it into a butter, a paste. But here it's actually... Peanuts, whole peanuts, salted peanuts that are rolled over a nougat-like sweet caramel center. They are absolutely delicious. If you have dentures, dientes postizas, I would stay away from this one. Well, nougat, as I said before, is turron, guilanche, or whatever that, that word was. Another favorite, and last time I was in the United States, I had this one, York peppermint patties. 
Oh my God. These remind me of those dinner mints, those after eight. You know those dinner mints that have mint and chocolate? That's a nice, that's a nice combo. Well, these York peppermint patties, we can learn a lot from them. We learn the word peppermint, que es menta o hierbabuena, and then we can learn the word patty. Y que es patty? Es una tortita. O la parte que es la hamburguesa. You've got the bun and you've got the patty. And if you look at the York peppermint patty, it looks like a little patty, a little hamburger. So there we learn the word peppermint and patty. I can eat a whole bag of these in one sitting. And as I said, I don't even like chocolate too much. But I'm going to tell you about my three favorite candy bars in the United States. Well, the first one's not even a candy bar. And you can find it in many shapes and sizes. I know you have them here in Spain. I'm talking about Reese's. Oh, man. You've got Reese's peanut butter cups. You've got Reese's pieces. I mean, you literally have Reese's in a million different ways. And what is Reese's? Real simple. It's like an M&M with peanut butter inside. That's Reese's pieces. But it's chocolate and peanut butter. And I can eat those all day long. Number two on my list is Milky Way. La Via Láctea. Milky Way. It's got nougat, caramel, and then milk chocolate. Milky Way is amazing. And my absolute favorite candy bar in the whole wide world is called 100 Grand. ¿Qué? 100 Grand. Cien mil dólares. Remember, when we say grand, we mean mil. And this is a candy bar that has chocolate, caramel, and then crisped rice. So are you imagining this? Okay, so it's chocolate on the outside. It's dipped, obviously. And then on the inside, you've got caramel and crisped rice. Rice Krispies? Yeah, that's the, the non-brand name. It's absolutely amazing. I think it's the greatest candy bar ever made it's called a hundred grand. It's chewy. It's crunchy. I mean, they nailed it. I would pay a hundred grand for one of those. Okay, not really. But hey, it's a good way to remember it. Earlier, I told you I was going to tell you about Hershey, which I'm sure you've all seen it. If you've been to Times Square, there's a Hershey store. It's a store dedicated just to chocolates. And you're seeing more and more of these. Because, yeah, one thing is a candy store. One thing is a pastry shop. And one thing is a chocolate shop. And you're seeing these. They're blowing up. Se están haciendo muy popular. Or they're taking off. Those are two different ways to say that. So we couldn't talk about chocolate without talking about Milton Snavely Hershey. And he was an American chocolatier, businessman, and philanthropist. And basically, this guy decided that he was going to make it available to everybody. He wanted to find a way to cheapen the process of making it. As we said, it's very difficult to make it, to harvest the cocoa beans. So he found a way to mass produce it. But he even went a step further with his company called the Hershey Company. They make Hershey bars, which were first sold in 1900. And these Hershey bars were so successful and continue to be a staple in the United States as far as chocolate bars are concerned. 
Well, this made him, or it gave him the possibility to build his own company town in Pennsylvania. And he built Hershey, Pennsylvania. And in this town, he built a boarding school. There was a place for orphans. It was a park that had animals, a petting zoo. A petting zoo es como un zoo, pero donde puedes tocar, acariciar. You can pet the animals. And it ended up turning into a theme park. One of the most popular theme parks in the United States. It's called Hershey Park. I've been there a million times. It's in Pennsylvania, in Hershey, Pennsylvania. And you can't call yourself a chocolate lover and not go there. Just think about it. Chocolate, rides, what else do you need? I want to take a look at a couple idioms as well that have to do with chocolates and sweets. The first one that came to mind is, that's the way the cookie crumbles. Así bota la pelota, también se dice. That's the way the ball bounces. Does that one sound familiar? It means, así es la vida. So you've got really a lot of ways to say that. That's life. C'est la vie. That's the way the cookie crumbles. And that's the way the ball bounces. But don't toss your cookies. ¿Qué? ¿No lances las galletas? Well, no. To toss your cookies is to... That's right. To puke. To vomit. You don't want to toss your cookies. Well, I'm sorry. That was a very graphic explanation. But I didn't want to sugarcoat it. Oh, there's another one. To sugarcoat. And this is dorar la píldora. Literalmente bañar de azúcar. I wanted to tell you it the way it is. I don't want to sugarcoat it. Another thing we say is to sweeten the deal. Ya vimos la palabra sweeten, to make something sweeter. But to sweeten the deal, let's say you're negotiating a contract with somebody. And somebody says, you know what, we're kind of interested, but if you could sweeten the deal a little bit, mejorar las condiciones, darnos un poco más, to sweeten the deal. But be careful, though, you don't want to sweet-talk people too much. Because sweet-talking people is good, but when they know that you're sweet-talking them, eh, well, they react differently. And to sweet-talk is, uh, bueno, decir palabras dulces, bonitas, pero también es adulación. So as with everything, there's a fine line there. But to sweet-talk somebody. And one of my favorite ones, to milk it. Exprimirlo. Oh, come on, man. It was your birthday last Monday, and you're still celebrating this weekend. You're really milking it. I mean, think about a cow. Ordeñar. Okay, maybe those sound effects were not necessary. Let's move on to some fun facts. First things first, pets and chocolate don't mix. That's right, there's a, a chemical. It's called theobromine. And it's a caffeine-like molecule that increases blood flow to the brain. No, la, el flujo sanguíneo. Oh, I, I always say that word wrong. It increases blood flow to the brain. And it's very hard for dogs to process it. So if they eat enough of it, it can be poisonous. The good thing is that most times when a dog has eaten a chocolate bar by accident, well, it's not enough to poison the dog. 
But you should be careful nonetheless, because even small doses, okay, maybe the dog won't die, but small doses of theobromine can cause seizures and other symptoms. So keep chocolate away from your pets, your furry friends. Let's talk about another Spanish connection here. There's always a Spanish connection. Spanish royalty, back in the day, they used to give cakes of cacao in their dowries. And this is a good word to know, a dowry. A dowry is like when you get married, a dowry is like your promise. It's like something that you pledge, que promesas, dote. So it's the bride's money, dote is the word. Yeah, sometimes it takes me a minute, dote. And they would give these as dowries. So we said people have used it for religious ceremonies. People have given it as wedding gifts. And we could say it's prized, codiciado. It's sought after. And these, the Spanish royalty, they're not alone. The Aztec emperor Montezuma, guess how many cups of cacao he drank a day. And uh, he drank them out of a golden chalice. Yeah, well, he's an emperor. That's what happens. Did you say 10? <laughs> 20? Nope. 30? Whoa, 30? No, 50 cups of cacao a day. Well, hey, there was no coffee or Red Bull, so that's all he had. Marie Antoinette was a chocoholic, the, the queen Marie Antoinette. She didn't just love cake, as the famous expression goes, but she was a chocolate lover. Also, she handed out or dished out, mejor dicho, hot chocolate when people came to visit her at the Palace of Versailles. And even Napoleon, supposedly, according to lore, Napoleon was known to carry chocolate with him on his military campaigns. Supposedly, it gave him an energy boost. Another name that we can't talk about chocolate without bringing up is Cadbury. And Cadbury, they're the ones with these chocolate eggs. But they're also the ones that invented the heart-shaped box, the one we give away on Valentine's Day. So Cadbury found a way to make Easter eggs and Valentine's Day boxes. They really found a way to capitalize off chocolate. And that's why, again, Cadbury is another name that is synonymous with chocolate. Now, as with everything, there's a dark side, and we'll talk about it quickly, but I just want you to know, you know, not everything is roses, rainbows, and unicorns in the chocolate world. More than two million children are involved in the farming of cocoa in West Africa. In fact, 70% of cocoa comes from West Africa. There are an estimated 1.5 million cocoa farms in West Africa. The Ivory Coast is the largest single producer. But the problem here is 2 million children, and many of them are not there because they want to be there. There has been a lot of child slavery and human trafficking associated with the cocoa trade. So that's something you should look into, too, when you buy chocolate. You know, you want to know where it's coming from. The same thing with diamonds or, or anything that's coming from a place where people don't have very much money or don't have resources, and they don't have human rights either, obviously. 
So I just wanted to bring that up really quickly. As I said, I don't want to be a party pooper. Let's take a look at the health benefits. Health benefits. High quality chocolate is a significant source of magnesium, iron, zinc, copper, and manganese, as well as being high in antioxidants and heart healthy flavanols. The chemical is called flavanols. And they say that it also releases serotonin, dopamine, and other chemicals, other feel-good chemicals, as they're called. They even say that it boosts your immune system and can reduce overall inflammation. I never knew chocolate could be so healthy. Well, there's an age-old expression that says, a chocolate bar a day keeps the doctor away. Okay, no, that's not the expression. The expression is, an apple a day keeps the doctor away, which means if you eat healthy, you won't have to visit the doctor as often. Well, folks, I hope you liked this episode on chocolate. I thought it was sweet. Oh, yeah, I didn't teach you that other meaning of the word sweet. Molona. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us on this week's episode of FYI. Yeah.